Hi, I'm Neil Nix, and this is the Truth Lies Shenanigans After Show. After our main episode, we leave the record button on and continue chatting. We decided to share this with our subscribers, so go ahead, hit that subscribe button so you'll never miss any of our shenanigans. To quickly recap the main show, Lizzie announced a name change for the company she works for at ESPN. And our main topic, it was about a man in a New York subway station smearing poop in a woman's face. And instead of jail, Lizzie suggested putting him down like old Yellow. We also talked about Sherry Papini, Tucker Carlson, and Brittany Griner. In our game show, it was fifth grade trivia. Gianni missed a question on percussion instruments. In the after show, we chatted a bit, but started talking gas prices and the Ukraine conflict. Take a listen. Johnny, fun fact, the bass guitar is also a member of the percussion family. Oh, is it? Why did I think percussion were like breathy? That sounds weird, but you know what I mean? Like the instruments that you use. You were were thinking brass. Yeah. So the bass guitar is part of the percussion family? Yes, I have no idea. So why, why, Rob? Yeah, why is it not a string? Because if you, because if you listen to bass in a musical arrangement, the arrangements are to help keep time. And in a band, that's typically the metronome. You listen to you listen to your drummer, and if your drummer goes off the rails, you listen to your bassist because those are the two people who have the the greatest sense of time in the band. Absolutely. That was Who wants to edit show? this story for me tonight? Who wants to edit Ooh. this story for me tonight? Who? What story Who? are you editing? I can't tell you, bro. <laughs> Before the story drops. <laughs> well, I mean, I, if I want to edit it, I need to know more information. March Madness <laughs> starts this week. Let's just say the the oh, for the men's basketball, um, most of the conference tournaments start this week. Um, so we got a lot on the plate at Anscape. Um, and one of our top editors in my group um, left this week. He's going to another um, publication, which means more work for the rest of us until his position has been filled. Um, so yeah, a lot of lot of shit going on. A lot of shit. So going why did you, on. I will why, say that. What was the change to Anscape? What is that? What was that for? I mean, how, how did you come up with Anscape? Where did it come from? I did not come up with Anscape. Where did it originate? Where, where did where did ESPN get that name from? How did they? Um, I mean, I don't think ESPN as a whole um had a part of that. Like, even though <laughs> Anscape slash the former undefeated is a part of ESPN, we're our own group. Um, we exist outside of that or separately from that. Um, I don't really know how they came up with the name. I think they did it in part to expand what the undefeated was in terms of um, Black voice, Black representation, but also so it wouldn't just be like a sport, a Black sports website. They want to do culture. They want to do movies. They want to do music. They want to do politics. Um, So so we're going to be doing all of that. Like even if, for example, well, um, so I am now in the process, I think we're going to announce it this week, choosing my next class of interns, which will start in June. But one of the one of the applicants back in January, when I was explaining to her what the then undefeated was, she had never heard of it. Like, and this is one of my former students at Howard. She went to the website and she was like, oh, wait, y'all are blackity black. Like it, it's a it's a <laughs> website that is geared towards black culture. All of the stories within sports and news and politics that you won't see on the New York Times. 
on, on regular ESPN in the Washington Post. Like we cover everything that's going on in our community. Um, so yeah, I'm excited nice. about it. It's taken me a little bit to get used to the name Anscape. I think the more I yeah. say it, the more you I say it, it does. Yeah. What do you say? It sounds. It makes a little more sense. Yeah, but initially, yeah. I'm like Anscape. <laughs> I, I was there with you. Yeah. So when we had when they revealed the name, we were on a call, and I missed it. Like they were like they, all of our employees. We were on a call. There were like a hundred of us on this Zoom call, and they said the name, and I'm sitting there waiting. Wait, when are they gonna do it? And then they repeated it. I'm like, oh wait, what? Oh, oh, Anscape. Okay, all right. But yeah, it got a lot of traction. You know, the announcement was made on Good Morning America okay. on Tuesday. Okay. Um, yeah, oh. so we're we're really excited about it. I just want, especially with my incoming class, I want them to focus on not the name, mm-hmm. but just continuing to give us those stories. Okay. Give us those stories, oh, yeah. give us that journalism about our community that no one else is reporting. That's what I want. That's what Anscape. I want. Anscape.com. I'm going to definitely be checking that out. Mm-hmm. You ended up, you ended your final thought talking about like the gas prices and stuff. I was looking at, so, in California, it's almost $7 a gallon. So again, let me revert back to my dad who was born. My dad was in World War II, but he was born in 1920. So by the time I was born, he was 54. And I remember growing up, he was obsessed because he lived through the recession. I'm sorry, through the depression. He lived through the mm-hmm. Great Depression. So I remember being little. Every time we passed a gas station in the car, he was always looking to see what the gas prices were. And back then, you know, in the 80s, it was like 75 cents a gallon, 89 cents a gallon. Yeah, he thought that I remember was it was ridiculous. 99 cents a gallon. Yeah, he thought that was ridiculous. And I always say now, I think my dad, who had horrible heart issues, would drop dead if he saw a gas price at five dollars $5 per gallon. Like he just would not even understand that concept. It, it would just it would be crazy. Yeah, it, it would be crazy. Yeah. You guys are all drivers, right? Okay. So like how much is it costing you to fill up your tank? So this was a before lot. this was before the prices shot up to near you know, I think the average is about three three sixty nine or something like that. I think it's somewhere around that. And mm-hmm. it was Fifty, sixty dollars a gallon, easy. I mean, not a gallon. Fifty, fifty-six dollars a, a fill up. Yeah, a fill up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right. it's, it's a um, sushi dinner. Yeah, because yeah, we're because we're working from work. home, we're really not driving either. Yeah, fortunately, I'm not driving much, as much, so we're very fortunate in that respect. And I mean, just got a little Ford Focus. I've got a Toyota Venza, so something a little. Oh, I mean, it's a little yeah. bit bigger. It's a it's a six cylinder with a little bit more space, but. We're mm-hmm. choosing to drive a little four banger around more than we are the V uh, six for sure because it's, it's getting ridiculous. Yeah, I will Absolutely. say. I mean, what about my, you? my my fill up will last me a good shoot now, almost a month now. If you say, but, but but Neo, like like uh, Rob, both you and your wife Mel, you guys have you're a two car family, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. So, so yeah, so you're filling up twice, like that's. That's true. You know, you're filling up for two cars. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. We're not. Well. <laughs> we we, we go to the I, grocery store. We visit family. Yeah, most of my travel is relatively local, which is good. So I'm not, although gas, it costs a lot to fill up, I'm still not, I'm not using as much gas as I used to. Um, I just basically, the only thing I can go out is to go locally to the studio to, you know, 
grocery store like Rob or or volleyball. That's it. And so outside of those mm-hmm. things, I'm really not driving that much. I don't have to commute I'm back spending, and forth. What about you, Gianni? 150 on gas a week, probably. I'm not even... 150? Wait, what? I'm, yeah, because I've had this note. I started once I started seeing... Like, I was wondering why on my... Because like, I, I budget. So I was wondering why the money that I have that I use personally for me, me was going down. And I was noticing it's because of the gas. And so when I did like a list of how much gas I spent in the past month, it was close to 120 to 130, 150 each week. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And gas here is 380, some places 392. Yeah, we're in the it's city. Well, you guys are in the city too. So. We're in the city, but, but I mean, it's it's high. I mean, I've seen $4 around here. Um, not around my neighborhood, but I, I, around in DC area, I've seen $4. Over. How many gallons oh, yeah. does it take to fill you guys up? Me, it takes about 18. Well, tank is 18 gallons for me. And I spend. Yeah, see, I, you know, I've never had a license. I don't drive. I get driven everywhere. So it's not something that has always has ever been a part of my budget. Um. So, but I Uber prices are going to start going up. I don't know if you take Uber, but I. Yeah. I mean, I did a lot before <clears throat> pandemic. I right now, you know, last Uber I took was Matt's funeral. Like, I, I don't really get out much, but going back into the office in. Mm. Um, probably they say mid-April, you know, that's going to affect a lot, not just driving, but, you know, trains and buses and, you know, all yeah. transportation. So everything's going to go it's up. Everything. We are a, we are a petroleum-based go economy. We're yeah. a petroleum-based yeah. economy. It's uh, getting locally sourced wares easily and efficiently is not something that's part of our makeup anymore, which really sucks. And, and I think that, you everything. know, People yeah. think in this country that, you know, we only buy oil from the Middle East. <clears throat> we buy a lot of oil from Russia. We do. We buy a lot of oil from Russia. So you're is, starting to see those prices go up because we are now in a crisis. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're even saying that they're talking about um, re- part of the reason that they're talking about you know, stopping the imports from Russia. But Biden doesn't want to do that because it would just destroy. I mean, it, it would just. Our gas prices would skyrocket so much. So we yeah. are actually funding the war in a way by buying from Russia because Absolutely. mostly because he's trying to appease us <laughs> so yeah, that we don't have $7 sword. gas prices. It's a double-edged sword because, you know, people currently right now do blame him or blame what, and, and I'm not going to absolve Trump from this. They would blame any president, sitting president for sure. the increase right. in gas prices right, right now. Um, when it went up with but, um, Bush, I was blaming the hell out of him. But, you know, again, okay, if we, I got to ask a question here. What's your gas price again, Neil? The average? Oh, my yeah, God. What, like, what are you paying at the pump right now? Let me see. Because last I, last I went, it was uh, 359 or 369, something like that, per gallon, per regular. Okay. I mean, 370. So, then, so that'll be that 370, was, just but, for shiggles. But under, understand that's like... Uh, that was a, a, that's week, local. Over a week like, ago. That's no. not. That was a week. That was a week that's ago. Holy shit! Huge. Okay, so that works out to roughly ninety-eight cents a liter, and we are paying close to buck sixty, buck seventy a liter. Yeah. So my, my 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 gas price is almost is about one point eight. Wow. What yours is? Yes, yeah, that's, that's uh, typical for because the same thing in in Europe. Europe's uh, gas prices are like at least double what it is in the U.S. Because the U.S. Also, produces like a lot earlier, of gas. Too. 
But also, like you said earlier, California, because where (laughs) we where we live here, you know, we this is kind of like a um, public transportation hub. Like you don't have to drive technically, technically. But in California, where everyone's on the highway, that's a different story. And so their prices are typically higher than what we pay out here. Um, Mm -hmm. I couldn't imagine. I I, I could not imagine. That's my sushi budget. Um, that's like a budget, you know. Let me ask you. So if, oh, okay. So, so if the option was to, because it would really hurt Russia if we were to stop buying oil from them. So, would you rather stop buying oil so that we could, um, you know, make a stand against Russia and and maybe maybe finally get Russia to back (laughs) off, or would you rather the prices? Skyrocket to maybe double what they are now. People, North Americans like cheap shit. North Americans like I like cheap shit. shit. They they like paying bottom dollar for everything. They don't mind. They haven't had any issue with the human rights issue with the human rights records out of China and third world nations that produce. So it's not even. I mean, good point. The question isn't even relevant because Americans, North Americans, are going to do what North Americans are going to do, and they're going to buy cheap shit. Okay, but I'm not even just North America. If you if you could choose, if you could choose, if you had the choice to say, "Hey, you know what? I'm gonna stop doing you you you, right here." You could just click a button and and stop imports from Russia, and you know, would you do that to help Ukraine versus not do it to keep the gas prices low? Mm -mm. Well, as low as possible. Remember, remember it's, my. It's a huge issue. My, it's not just hitting a switch and turning one issue on or we off. We know this. I'm just trying. We are clear I on this. Like this is hypothetical. <laughs> Hypothetically, remember my my analogy earlier about Old Yella. People don't want to talk about this. Old Yella. Yeah. Why aren't we considering just taking the motherfucker out <laughs> and True. his entire parliament? Period. Because it would really be would do it. Then. Because he would, it, it he would do it to sound us. like the right he, thing to do. He, he, uh, nothing is right it sounds, when it comes. It sounds to like war. a CIA. Thing. Let, let, let me clarify. Like it doesn't sound like the right thing to say to do. <laughs> to say to do. Well, well, I'm not going to sugarcoat. This is war. This is war. We're talking about. Um, but you know, like you, but I agree with you. No you, one you know, there's a million dollars. So, some of the oligarchs have put out bounties on Putin's head. And there's at but least one that pub- went public with it for a million dollar bounty on Putin's head. They haven't put out a big enough bounty. Clearly. <laughs> um, but I appreciate this. That's one thing from this conflict that I appreciate that we are expanding the vocabulary of Americans. Now people are talking about oligarchies and oligarchs where yeah, they had no idea what mm-hmm. that meant. They had no idea what they yeah, meant, that true. meant a mm-hmm. month ago. I, I looked that up. That. I looked, I looked that up that. a few years ago. I think because it came up with another Russian issue, and then I looked it up several years ago, <laughs> and then I was like, "Oh, now I understand uh, oligarchy." People need to play. I'd more heard Dungeons it before, but I really didn't understand it. Yeah, what did you say, Rob? People need to play more Dungeons and Dragons. I've been familiar with oligarchs. <laughs> 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 yeah. So you, I'm nobody's answered the question. So come on, I want to hear. I want to know the question. Would you? Would you? I didn't answer the question. Take him out. Okay, but what yeah. I'm saying so. No, I'm talking about the Russia, the um, the, the the gas. Would you stop yeah. imports to have cheaper gas to help Ukraine? No, you would not. No. Okay, Barbie. Because I think that we could help Ukraine 
in other areas, in other ways. Because that, because stopping the imports of oil, um, it affects us us more than just the gas prices. It is more than just, that's the other thing. It's way more. Yeah. Yeah. It's way more than gas prices. So, Robbie, are you? Yeah, we're humans. Self-preservation. We're human. Self-preservation. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go along with Liz on that one. It's yeah, uh, that there are other ways, but that's um, yeah, crippling other economies may not be the way to be able to help Ukraine out in the long run. Long run. Yeah, I agree with you. All right. So, and let me reiterate: this isn't just about Ukraine. People so, forget. You know, he's not just threatening Ukraine. He's threatening other countries surrounding Ukraine. But also, Russia is the biggest nuclear power, much bigger than the U.S. People don't know that. They have more, you know, nuclear, much more nuclear that. power than we do. Because we stopped. It's, and we, it's, we, a, it's actually pretty close. It's it actually pretty close. close. The, the arsenal Does that mean they're is more about 6,000. The stockpile is about 6,000, but active weapons is about 1,500 both sides. Russia has a few more active and a few more in their stockpile, but when we're talking about weapons of mass destruction like this, not, dozen, <laughs> once you once you release enough missiles, of them, make a difference, right? I mean, if you, if you only release half way, of them, you're, you're, the world is is over. <laughs> yeah. But also, too, oh we God. are acting as if Russia is always truthful about what they really have and right. what right. the right. UN has been able to find. Um, but he's already threatened. He's already threatening, right? Um, and you know, I, I, I think people aren't like, I, I understand the idea that we don't necessarily pay this much attention to other countries that are in civil war situations or civil unrest situations. I get it. I get it. It's not just in Africa. It's also in South America and other parts of the world. I get it. However, this is a situation that really could affect us immediately in the blink of an eye whether it be in your pockets or whether it be like the movie, the morning after where there is a nuclear bomb that's set off and people are boom, disappear. Like, so this is something we need to pay attention to. And now, you know, they've detained one of our own that we know of, that we know of. We don't know, you know, anybody else that's there who hasn't been claimed. Think about again, all of the African Nigerians and other Africans who are being denied the opportunity to evacuate. Like this is by Ukrainians. I want to make sure that's clear. They're being denied by Ukrainians. They're getting, they're giving priority. They're giving, they're giving white people priority over the African students. By by Ukrainians, but also I think by some of the Polish, because it wasn't just who can try to leave, but also who could get in on the other side. Yeah. So Ukraine and yeah. Poland. They're preventing Ukraine black people from Poland. leaving Ukraine. And uh-huh. that, like I say, that's that's the people they were rooting for, which is another story in itself. <laughs> um, but this this is a far-reaching issue that we can't just be like, oh, well, you know, we black. That don't that has nothing to do with us. So I'm mm-hmm. not gonna care about it. No, you better. Yeah, that's right. You better care about it. It's almost like you don't Unless I mean you- I I, as more I read, the more the less I wanted to root for them, <laughs> the less I cared about Ukraine. No, honestly. because I'm, no, I'm just because, saying I'm not saying I didn't care. Yeah, it's just no, it seriously. lessened my care. Yeah, no. <laughs> but I think people need to also separate the people. People need to separate folks. Need to separate the people, the citizens from the government, 
and the army. Okay. They're citizens. I mean, they're the citizens who feel the same way. I just want to get this comment in because there's a, um, Jacqueline Robbins said, we should consider doing what we are doing. People forget that our president has an obligation to protect Americans, period. That includes not instituting a no-fly zone, which requires to shoot it out with Russian planes um, and And possibly resort to a use of nuclear weapons. As much as I feel for the uh, Ukrainian president, I believe Putin 100% when he said, if we institute a no-fly zone, that will be an immediate declaration of war. Mm-hmm. I believe him. Wa- this is a guy do you who believe is maniacal. The sanctions are a declaration of war because he said that too. But he hasn't yeah. acted really yet. I'm just saying, if you believe but, him for one, you should believe him for the other, right? No, I believe. <laughs> no, but I believe that there are out there. There are certain elements to a trigger. You know that. Like, okay, I said mm-hmm. this may get on my nerves, but that's going to get on my nerves even more. <laughs> Yeah. So I, 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 I definitely, and he's already warned us. So I, he's maniacal, <sighs> which is again, why I go back to yeah. old yellow. Right. Last, last question before I close it out. So you think Russia's going to win? We weren't this? even supposed to be talking about Ukraine the entire time. You think episode. Russia's going to win? Good. You think Russia's going to win, Lizzie? No, the no. Robbie? No. There's still it's still Gianni. My question was, do you guys think this war is real? I'm no, sorry. I mean, do you I think Gianni, do you think they're gonna win? You think Russia's gonna win? Last question. We're closing out after this. Wait, no, we gotta yeah. go back to Gianni's question. What does that mean? <sighs> because I've been seeing because I've been seeing a lot of people saying that the administration is basically starting this war. Like basically making this war bigger than what it actually is, but everybody is is trying to profit off of it or something. I what administration? It, it was just a You're talking about the Biden, which, yeah, administration? Which administration? Biden, Biden administration? Biden administration. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Can we? I need you to bring get off. Next time I'm on. I mean, like, if it's relevant, then when it's when you're, you're going to be here like three weeks from now. <laughs> I need you to get off of that website. I need you to get off of that website that is pushing that type of conspiracy theory. This war is very real. Um, we won't see Putin you again for three been, weeks. And you're like, can I bring it back? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Putin has been threatening this for years, for years. This isn't anything that just happened within the past month, the past two weeks. He's been threatening this oh, yeah. for a year. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yes, this is very real. This is very okay. real. So uh, yeah. one one last comment, and then we're, I'm definitely closing it out. So no Neo, it's from Jacqueline Robson. No Neo, you can't think like that. The daughter of a World War II vet, we have seen what happens when the rest of the world doesn't yeah. immediately act to stop a megalomaniac. She also says Putin might win the war, but he will face an insurgency for decades. People, please yeah. educate yourselves. The Biden administration did not instigate this war yet. <laughs> and it also depends on what you consider winning because the Russian people aren't winning anything for They this. warned of the, the Russians... war. They, they got the intelligence. That's what happened. They got so, the intelligence John, and told everybody. When people start attacking the Biden administration saying that they're the ones that are profiting from it, or profiting from it then please remind them that Trump is the one that mm. really mm-hmm. fucked mm. me. Mm. Not, to mention, not to mention it was found out that I don't know if you remember, Trump was trying to pull out of NATO, right? And the whole purpose was because if if U.S. pulled out of NATO, it was going to be easier for Putin to attack Ukraine and to attack other NATO countries as well. 
They could have easily gone after Poland and other ones. Um, they could have easily gone after anyone they wanted, pretty much. Once, if the U.S. had pulled out of out of NATO the way that Trump was saying they wanted to do, um, and he was so planning on doing are, it in his second his second term. My Finns are not a part of NATO, um, but they are now petitioning to be a part of NATO. They were once occupied by Russia, and so I'm hoping that that happens. Um, but he, I mean, he's threatening. All of the surrounding countries. This isn't just about Ukraine. Right. This is not just about Ukraine. Um, so yeah, it's very scary. It's very scary. And I think, you know, our generation, just like with the pandemic, our generation has never seen anything like this. Yeah. Nope. We don't know what a world war is. Our parents, when I say our parents, I mean my dad, because he was in World War II, but our parents, grandparents, they experienced all of that. But us, we've been very fortunate not to see yes. anything of this magnitude. And so I just, I, I want people to educate themselves. I want people to prepare themselves. And I want people to be empathetic. I, I really want people to be empathetic because this could get real ugly. Er, ugly er. Yeah. yeah. Already shooting civilians in the street. But we got to go, unfortunately. So. Uh, it's great talking to you guys as always. A great show. Conditioner, y'all. Send me some conditioner. Some conditioner. Some conditioner. <laughs> My hair is a mess. Yeah, Rachel, I need conditioner. Conditioner. Oh, me too. I need, I need some conditioner. Too. The shrimp oil. Yes. The shrimp oil. Yes. I need some conditioner too. So send me some good shrimp. <laughs> right, guys, have a good day. Everyone have a good week. Show.